Welcome to the Community Theatre Studio Podcast. This podcast exposes the past, futures, dreams, and experiences of people in the community theatre. I am your host, Gary Kochi. So let me introduce you to Ron Brining. Good evening, Gary. Oh, how you doing? So I have a number of questions to learn about you in community theatre. Now, you're with Spotlighters, right? That's correct. And how is Spotlighters doing? Doing quite well. It's this, we're celebrating our 50th season this year, and we're looking forward to a re- very fine season, a very exciting season. And what's in the lineup? Do you know what the lineup? Well, we just completed an Agatha Christie play, Then There Were None, which came off fantastically. Of course, there's the play that I'm about to do, and we will be doing Into the Woods Junior with the children. And then we have a fourth one, which we haven't completely selected yet, but that's going to be our surprise at the end of the year. Special thing we'll find out later on within the season, I take it. Yes, that's absolutely correct. So what got you into community theater? It's more like who got me into community theater, Gary. Uh, (laughs) I was not interested in community theater at all, but my wife was. And so she kind of dragged me along one evening and uh, I got a role, enjoyed doing it, and then just kind of stuck. Okay, so I'll have to make sure that I get her on this podcast sometime soon, right? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) So how long have you been in community theater? When did she talk you into it? Oh, it had to be more than 32 years ago because we've been in this town for 32 years and we were living somewhere else when that all started. Oh, okay. So I guess it has been a while, right? What all have you done within community theater? I know you've acted and I know you've directed. You're directing a show right now. So what else have you done? Primarily acting and uh, this is really my first full directing debut, if you will. Oh, okay. And I'm looking forward to it, obviously. I uh, was a jack-of-all-trades, I guess, in terms of helping set building, although mm-hmm. I'm not a builder, as you well know. I'm good at picking up screws off the floor. And okay. doing things with costumes and props, those types of things, and that's primarily it. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. It's good round stuff to do. So what might have been your most memorable moment within community theater, a particular show, a particular event that happened, like, oh, I can remember when. Well, I didn't have anything really exciting happen, although uh, I do recall when I was uh, portraying Robert in Proof, uh, I was doing one of the scenes and my daughters were present and I heard them crying in the theater because my uh, acting, I guess, affected them in that way. Your character? What happened with your characters? Well, he actually uh, had a little bit of a, not a mental breakdown, but he was he had lost it, so to speak. Oh, okay. And so I started to dither and <laughs> whatnot on stage. And my daughters uh, said I did such a good performance. And I'm not too sure about that, but for them it was. And, and they reacted or overreacted. I'm not sure which. Well, definitely if you get people reacting like that and family members going, oh, my God, that's a pretty good sign. That's a good, good showing. So have there been any worst experiences in community theater? Not particularly, but I would have to say there's probably one of the embarrassing ones. I was in a a children's production one one time. I played the king in The Glass Slipper over at the Village Playbox. And we had to sing and we had to dance. And the three people who had to do that, myself included, we were not cut out for singing and dancing. That's for sure. (laughs) The kids had a great time with it, though. But you feel that was just not something you want to try and do again. That's something I would really seriously like to avoid, if at all possible. So if they say, hey, can you sing and dance? You're going, "Uh, can I have another part? (laughs) Absolutely. How did you learn all that you do within community theater? Did you have any training or is it just watching, observing? Observing and trial and error and listening to the director primarily. 
Well, the director should know what he's doing and try and get good direction if he's a good director, I guess. Right? Absolutely. And if you do your research on the character and the play, that helps too. And then what about the backstage stuff? Yeah, always watch other actors. That's always a good thing to do from the backstage. Or technicians or whatever. Absolutely. Plenty of people back there to learn from. What might be your dream part or show that you'd like to do, or have you done it already? I don't know if I've done it. I don't have anything specifically that I'm looking forward to do as an actor. But some of the roles that I've done, including Robert and Proof, were uh, very, very enjoyable, very meaningful for me. One of the things I would like to do is more in the line of directing. Our community theaters generally stick with comedies and musicals and things like that. Right. I was kind of a little bit more in school. I was a little bit more of a heavy drama guy. So I like to do something a little more serious. Okay. I, I was looking at a play recently that I'd like to try to do someday, which is called Third by Wendy Wasserstein. I think I might have read a little bit about that. I haven't seen it, so. It's very uh, intriguing, in my opinion, compelling piece. Okay. Uh, might there be a part or show that you would never want to do? Of course, we, now we're talking about singing and dancing or some things you'd probably never want to do again. Absolutely <laughs> there. Um, the other thing I would probably like to stay away from would be these um, cutting-edge shows. I'm not really much on these, uh, like, assassin musicals and, and okay. things such as that. I put, I'm a little bit more of a traditionalist, I guess. So some of these new and out there kind of shows are just a little... Are there any other jobs other than, of course, acting and some of that? Because now you're directing. So this is a new thing to try. Anything else you're going to want to try out? Well, I'm in the process of um, taking on something new already. Uh, my wife and I are happy and pleased to be on the uh, board of directors for Spotlighters. For Spotlighters, okay. And that is a, a whole different animal, if you will, you know, with trying to make sure that the theater uh, achieves what its goals are, set, the, set those goals and try to achieve them. Good production, limited cost. That's always, that's <laughs> that's always a big key. Thing. That's, that's key. key. Yeah. So why do you like to work in community theater? Is there anything that keeps you there? Actually, the people. I enjoy, I'm a kind of a people person. So I mean, along with the, the acting and the drama and the comedy and all those things that go with it, it's the people you get a chance to meet from different walks of life, different aspirations, uh, different backgrounds. And I always find that very compelling and very uh, attractive. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. So, of course, you've been in theater for a while now, so you probably... Know a lot about the different things. So, what is one part of community theater that maybe the general public doesn't know about? You know, the people that come out and see the shows. They probably don't realize how much, truly, how much effort is placed in putting on a particular show. From picking the show, selecting the show, preparing for the show, as you well know, building mm-hmm. the set, designing <laughs> the set. As you know, sound, light, makeup, props, as well as the hours that you spend in memorizing your lines, memorizing who your character is. I don't think they really completely understand the the whole process and how big and how deep and how wide <laughs> it really is. You know, and of course, um, the wonderful pay you get from this show, as in 
Well, I know you're being funny about that, <laughs> yes. Gary, because we really don't get uh, financial remuneration, mm, but right. we do get a lot of satisfaction. Not just the ego aspect of it, because obviously we all have to have a little bit of ego to be able to get on stage, on stage. in front of people. <laughs> yes. But the enjoyment that we hope that we bring to the people, the audience that uh, come and see our production, and I appreciate even more so as when I'm sitting in the audience the efforts and the process that the people that do produce the shows in the other community theaters and professional theaters, all that goes into that. And getting the reaction, whether it's a good cry or a good laugh or anything like that, is one of the big things that I think you get from it, right? There's nothing like live theater because each performance, as you know, is different. They're all unique. And the audiences are all unique as well. Oh, yeah. And they react differently to each night. And that, and that brings a lot of, uh, enjoyment to those of us who put this, uh, these hours in and, and all this effort. Yeah. Okay. So what is in the future for Ron Brining? Right now, you're working on a play called Over the River and Through the Woods. And it is not a Christmas show, although it sounds like one. It does sound like one. Is this a comedy? Is it a drama? Or? It is, a, uh, in my opinion, a hilarious comedy about two sets of Italian-American grandparents whose family has moved away, and the only remaining relative is their grandson. And he's about to take a job offer out on the West Coast. And they are trying to figure out a way to keep him home, for lack of a better term. Okay, so how is that show coming along? It's coming along splendidly. The whole process is, it's kind of like making sausage sometimes, Gary, I would Interesting. Think. Interesting yeah. comparison. How is it like sausage? Well, you know, you, you <laughs> come up with a vision, you come up with a dream and an idea, and you kind of visualize who you would like to see uh, in those roles. And as you go through and you, you go through the selection process, you wind up changing your your mind and you start to see things that you didn't anticipate and i wound up with a cast here that is absolutely remarkable as i was saying to someone if they had like a, a casts are us or something like that or where you could buy a cast on amazon <laughs> i couldn't have ordered one that was better these people are tremendous wow. uh, and i'm really looking forward to this production so this show, uh, when is it opening? It opens on Friday, the 11th of November, and runs that weekend, <laughs> and then goes uh, the following weekend, which would be the uh, 18th, 19th, and 20th, ending on the 20th, which is a Sunday. Okay. So you're going for two weekends. Correct. And, it, right. and it will be at the uh, Memorial Presbyterian Church in Winona, New Jersey, right on the main drive, Mantua Avenue. Okay. And tickets can be picked up at the door. Absolutely. Or, or you can pre-order them through our website, www.spotlighters.com. And we don't, we do real well with acting. We're not real good spellers. And that's actually S-P-O-T-L-I-T-E-R-S. Interesting spelling, definitely. <laughs> and if you order online, you get a discount. Oh, great. All right. So that's what's coming up now. Is there anything after this show that you're looking to do? Well, we do a, a pretty much annually a children's show, and we will be doing, I guess at the end of January, beginning of February, a children's show, Into the Woods Junior. Okay. That's taking on Sondheim with a, a lot of little munchkins, so to speak. Oh, it's going to be interesting. a very interesting challenge, but I'm always amazed by the talent that there is out there, especially among the younger people. 
trying to get them into theater early. <laughs> and a lot of them seem to be responding well, which is good for everybody. Oh, yeah. So what might you say to anyone interested in joining community theater? Do it. Don't hesitate. Don't worry about it. Just take the, uh, as they say, the nesty plunge and just go right in. <laughs> and they'll welcome you, I'm sure, with uh, open arms. Every community theater group is very open to new people and new experiences and new ideas. So you can all be part of that process if you uh, are so inclined. Oh, great. Well, well, thank you very much. I'm your host, Gary Kochi, and I'd like to thank Ron Brining for joining me here today. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to Community Theatre Studio Podcast. This podcast is currently being supported by the Village Playbox Theatre of Haddon Heights, New Jersey. The music is titled Energy and is provided by royalty-free music from Bensound. If you have any comments, questions, or requests, you can contact us on Facebook as Community Theatre Studio, on our website, communitytheaterstudio.podbean.com, or email us at communitytheaterstudio at gmail.com. So please join me next week when we once again talk to people of the community theatre.